Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. Real quick, I want to put a bow on that last conversation. I got a question from a listener, and the question was, does a father have to be listed on the birth certificate for him to be uh, to be to have possible parental rights? And so um, I, I forwarded that to State Representative Marilyn John, and the quick response is, uh, not sure, don't think so, paternity would need to be established. So great question. Um, but in that case, paternity would still need to be established in order for parental rights to be granted. So um, really, really good question. Thanks again to State Representative uh, Marilyn John. I can't wait to bring in our next guest. Uh, I met her a couple of years ago, actually, and it was uh, right on the heels of 2020 and uh, what I consider to be a cultural revolution that we experienced then. And I think that's probably what uh, set off alarm bells in her mind because she had understood what a cultural revolution looked like. Uh, but before we go into the weeds on that, I want to welcome her in. She is G Van Fleet. Uh, G, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this afternoon? Okay. Okay. I'm so glad to be back on your, uh, on your show. And I'm so glad that, uh, you know, we have been talking since we met, uh, like you said, it's a couple of years ago already. I, time flies when you're trying to escape the tyrants, doesn't it? <laughs> so I want to first uh, – I, I want to make sure that I don't gloss over this and that we don't forget it and, and start talking about other things. You have a new book. It's called uh, Mao's America, A Survivor's Warning. First, tell our listeners where they can get it and then tell us – the overview of, of what you're trying to warn Americans about through your writing. Yes. The book can be uh, uh, found anywhere major booksellers are. Uh, Amazon, Barnes, Barnes & Noble, Books of Million, and uh, just anywhere. And uh, please, if you buy it from uh, uh, Amazon, please leave a review. That will help to promote yes. the book and to, so that we can reach to more people. Um, I've never ever in my mind and that one day I would write a book. It's just not something I ever even entertained this idea. You know, why did I write even a book? When I finally hold the book in my hand, I was like, did I really do that? It is not that I want to write a book. It is that I have to write this book. It is that important. I quit my job last year and so that I can devote all my time into this book. It's because this is something that American, every American needs to know. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was uh, uh, talking in um, uh, Columbus uh, mm -hmm. last time with you, and that's not the only time that I could see a lot of people in the audience look puzzled yep. when I started to talk about the culture revolution, Red Guards, and I was like, a, that is really a problem. Americans are not taught the history of communism. They are not taught the history of Chinese communism and the Chinese Cultural Revolution. That is by design. So now the Cultural Revolution hit our door, and yep. very few people recognize what it is. And because we don't have that piece of information, the history, and I decided I have to write a book so I can... I can explain that what's going on today in America is nothing new. Nothing new. It happened before, happened to me. 
50 years ago. So there's there's an old scripture that says there's nothing new under the sun. We've got about five minutes here. And if you can stay, I may want to have you on the other side of the break because this is important stuff. Uh, but just a reminder to listeners, uh, I'm talking with Jeevan Fleet. She is the author of uh, Mao's America. And, um, you know, she burst onto the scene in 2020. You may remember her 60-second speech to the Loudoun County School Board warning that critical race theory and similar woke ideology – being shoved down our kids' throats, echoed Mao's murderous cultural revolution in China in her youth. So let me ask this question, G. We have critical race theory, uh, but there's more going on that parallels what you saw in China, correct? Yes, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah I, I can just uh, – it's so much to talk about, but I can say we have race theory, we have queer theory, we have uh, – um, that uh, uh, critical feminist theory. All this theory is one thing. It's to divide people. And uh, they do this in America, but what Mao did in China is the critical class theory. It's just a way to divide people and set them against each other, lay, lay, uh, label one group uh, the oppressors, the other group oppressed. Mm. And so how do they um, control the, the people? Make them fight each other. And of course, cancel culture. The whole goal of the Cultural Revolution is to destroy the old world and build a brand new world, destroy anything that's traditional, anything that's old. Let's forget about history. Let's, let's erase history, rewrite history so that we don't know where we're from. Our roots are so we accept Marxism with, uh, without any reservation. That is so. That's what uh, Mao did in China. In the process of the Cultural Revolution, the 3,000 years of Chinese civilization was destroyed. And here, wow. the, uh, the radical are doing the same thing to our uh, tradition and our founding, which is the American ideals. They want to kill it. And, and of course, the other thing is very, very important for people to know. The Chinese Cultural Revolution is a revolution of the youth. Yes. They mobilize all the indoctrinated youth, and they are the red guard. What's going on today is exactly the same thing. It's the yeah, um, youth revolution, and they utilize all the indoctrinated youth. They are the activists. They are the revol- uh, revolutionaries. They are the American red guards. Mm. So let me let me pause there for a second because – you're saying something to, that, that really resonates with me. I've talked for a couple of weeks on this show about the commonality between Black Lives Matter and, you know, that was critical race theory. We're seeing it now manifest and we have proof that uh, the activists involved with Black Lives Matter are, are, are now similar and same activists that are involved in this pro-Palestinian anti-Israel thing. But it's under the same banner, oppression, oppression. Yeah. And here's the scary part. The kids who have been swallowing this poison blue pill of progressivism for decades through teachers and books and all of these other things, these are the, these are the people who are on college campuses doing what you just yes. said. They're being the activists. Yes. Wow. And that's the thing that people need to understand. These kids are being so indoctrinated, they could not think. They, that's the purpose, to make them unable to have independent thinking, critical thinking, so they really go by something really, really just simplified to the, uh, just like I said, oppression. Identify a group that is uh, uh, oppressor, another oppressed. 
So off they go to the streets and uh, demonstrate. They have no uh, sense of history. They don't know the past. They only respond to the trigger word. No Mm. thinking is required. So let me ask you this. We've got about a minute in, in this segment. Do you, in your book, and I've got a full disclosure, I've not been able to read the full thing yet, and, and I'm going to, do you get into how we get out of this quagmire? How do we get out of this mess? Yes. Uh, my book is mainly is telling people the parallel for people to understand that that's the first step, to understand what we're dealing with. And then that is not the, it. When you understand, you have to fight back. And how do you fight back? You have to resist. And you have to get involved. And so, and I explain that in my book. Excellent. Um, do you want to stay for another few minutes? Do you have some yes. time? Okay. Yes. Um, I, I want to direct all of our listeners, if, uh, if, you, if you have not yet, make sure that you get out to uh, Barnes & Noble or Amazon and search up uh, Mao's America, A Survivor's Guide by GXI. Van Fleet, V-A-N space, F-L-E-E-T. And uh, we're going to be joined uh, for our final segment uh, again uh, by G. Van Fleet. And we're going to talk about maybe what she thinks uh, so that we can get it in our frontal lobes here, what 2024 might look like, because I have a feeling it's going to get louder and more chaotic as we speed toward an election. So stay tuned. Don't turn the dial. 98.9 FM, The Answer, back after this. You know, our guest either has a crystal ball or she's right. I want to share a couple of facts with you real quick before we open up the discussion again. Number one, uh, Kathy Hochul, you know her in New York. She's under fire as governor for vetoing a retail uh, retail crime task force. She, she doesn't want it to exist. And people are going, well, well why is that? You look back on 2022 – one hundred and twelve billion. That's with a B. Dollars uh, in shrinkage at retail stores. What does that mean? It means most of that was theft. People shoplifting. Why is that? So there's an article written by the New York Post about G. Van Fleet's book, and here's what it says: Sanctioned shoplifting and the encouragement of an emboldened criminal underclass that plagues most blue cities is not some random after effect of the pandemic, but a tactic G. recognizes to destabilize law-abiding citizens and keep them in a perpetual state of confusion and fear. Gee, what is it all about? Why are they allowing it to happen? Yeah, that is a revolution. People have to understand we are in the midst of a revolution. What is revolution? Revolution is to overthrow an existing system, the existing society. So they want to uh, destabilize everything. They want to encourage chaos. That's what Mao said. Mao said, only through chaos, a new order can be born. And he, uh, the whole cultural revolution was nothing but chaos. Allow the Red Guards to do everything, anything, and they, they defunded, it's not defunded, but they dismantled the uh, police. And um, um, so the, the, uh, the kids, basically the kids, they mm-hmm. destroyed the 
statues, these, um, uh, dismantled statues. They looted people's homes. They destroyed everything. It is all by design because the goal is to destabilize everything, so make everybody live in fear. And then they'll come out and they take care of everything. And in the process, establish a new order. In, the, in China, that was the Maoism, which is the most extreme version of Marxism. Here, it is the globalist mm. um, rule that is also totalitarian. It's that's absolutely right. We've actually uncovered at the Ohio Press Network the uh, global dark money groups, the Marxist groups. They've poured money into Ohio in just the past couple of elections. They're going to continue to yes. do that. But when you say what yes. you just said, I hope my listeners, I hope the lights are going on. When you look at the border crisis and the Biden administration really not doing anything about it, when you look at the fact that we now know that China is absolutely uh, culpable in allowing fentanyl and other drugs to come across the border. When you look at these retail crimes, it all makes sense. They're allowing it to happen because it creates chaos. And then in 2024, Xi, they're going to pitch the solution, aren't they? They're, they're going to yeah, say, if yeah. you want to solve this, vote for us at the ballot box. No, no. The, the, we're going to see a repeat of 2020, but much, much worse. And then everyone should be prepared. And they... They, they, they really want to burn everything down. And then the so-called build back better. It's not better. It's build back totalitarian. So people have to really realize, and we, our life, our future depends on 2024. So let me ask you this. We've got a couple of minutes here. How do you see this? And, and I'm asking you to be a prognosticator here, and it's probably not fair. But you're sitting there. You, you've got a pulse on what's going on, and you're looking down the road. As we get into the 2024 election, where do you, where do you think this type of chaos will show up? Will instead of BLM, will it be the, the pro-Palestinian group? Will the retail stuff continue? Are they going to try to take guns away? Is it going to be drug issue? How do you see this all coming to a head? I, I can't imagine, but they will come up. They will use everything they used before, and they will use something new. And you, you already heard this new virus that's spreading in China and now already reached Europe. And so that's something we know, but I bet they'll come up with something new because everything depends on it. The totalitarian depend on it to take over America for good. And we depend on it to save America. So I can't even imagine what's going to happen in 2024. But I want to tell people through the book uh, that I have written is how I got involved, mm. how I was like never paid attention polit- um, in, in uh, political issues, never got involved. I got involved and uh, because I saw the stake. And I know that if, if I let it go, I will be living under communism again. And I do not want to do that. Mm. And I know Americans who have no idea what it is like to live under communism, they would not like it either. So that's what I do. I wake, try to wake up people by telling them what it is like to live under communism and where we're going. We're going to the same place that I came from. I thought I escaped, but it is here. In 2020, it was COVID. The real virus is communism. 
communism has killed more people than COVID yeah. ever will. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you Absolutely. for waking people up to that. I want to say, I want to read this real quick and then I'll give you a final 30 seconds uh, on exit. But in the story that I mentioned in the New York Post, uh, you saw children turn on parents, Thanksgiving family gatherings uh, driven by division and discord, the public ritual denunciations of conservatives, the toppling of statues, the uh, denigration of our history and of religion and the nuclear family, the absurd lies, the gaslighting by our leaders accept, accepted as holy writ, and above all, a very un-American censorship, which crushes dissent. Now, we just passed a, a, a constitutional amendment in the state of Ohio that says every individual has a right to reproductive freedom. We are now, now we've now allowed the state to come in. If a child says, look, I don't want my parents to tell me I can't have an abortion or gender transition. I have a constitutional right. We've just allowed the police state to step in and take away our parental rights. It's scary. This is terrifying. Um, what else do you want our listeners to know? I'm sure we'll have you back. But today, what else would you like them to know? I just want people to really understand the danger that we're facing. And it's not, it's not uh, uh, like the, in the past. Oh, the left and the, fight and the right, they always fight. No, we are in the midst of war and what's the, our future depend on it. And we're fighting now. I'm I'm fighting for myself as well as for the future of the uh, uh, of this country, and that's really what is at stake. We have to get involved and fight to save our country. Understand, fight back, resist, get involved, and you can learn how to do that, and really why you should do it in Mao's America: A Survivor's Warning. It's a great book by G. Van Fleet. I haven't even read the whole thing. I'm telling you, it's a great book, so you need to get out and get it. Uh, G, thank you for joining us today on The Bruce Woolley Show. Can't wait to have you back. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Folks, I, I don't know uh, what type of an alarm you need. I don't know what kind of bell you need to be ringing. But if you are not awake to the fact that we are in the midst of a war, it is a cultural war. Joe Biden said it. You just didn't understand it. Maybe we didn't all fully understand it. We're in a battle for the soul of this nation. Absolutely, we are. We are in a battle to either preserve the constitutional republic or to fade into communism. And what we do will determine the outcome. <laughs> 